Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Disney Dads Podcast. We're Justin, Mike, and myself. We're going to talk about one of our favorite parks. I, you know, it's my probably my favorite park, and the hidden gems that are within it. And we're going to go to Magic Kingdom today. Now, I'm pretty sure that each of us are going to have different hidden gems. None of us have talked before the show, and I'm excited to see what you two have. But before we get going, Mike, how was your week? It was good. It was good. It's uh, it's starting to finally feel a little bit like winter around here up in the Northeast. Uh, we had quite an unseasonably warm uh, start to the season, and now it's finally getting cold, and tomorrow's supposed to be freezing, so I'm really not looking forward to that. I know it's been pretty cold can, by you. and uh, Can you define freezing for me? Not as freezing as you, but not as warm as Justin, so I'm kind of in the middle. Because Justin, I know, is rocking like shorts and 50 degrees and it's balmy and beautiful and, and, uh, isn't that right, Justin? No, it's 51 here and I'm freezing. I had to go buy a space <laughs> heater for the garage. I'm miserable. We, we were, we, I mean, I'm in sweats and long sleeve shirt earlier and it just, no, it's been absolutely terrible at 51 degrees. We, we're used to, but it, don't worry, don't worry about me because it will be back in the 70s here in a few days. So don't, I don't want you all to lose sleep over what's happening down here. Buddy, I don't have any pain for you at all. I got nothing but love and no pain because today was hovering right above zero with the wind chill and I got wet right off the bat and it was a miserable day. I work outside all day and it was um, it was to be desired and it's uh, winter's coming in hard. But I think we're supposed to hit 40 next week, so I might wear shorts one or two more times. Anyways, let's, um, let's take a look uh, at Magic Kingdom here and um, we're going to talk about some hidden gems. And the beautiful thing about the hidden gem is my hidden gem is much different than what your hidden gem was. I asked the guys to give me five hidden gems in Magic Kingdom, and I'm anxious to see, number one, what their definition of the hidden gem is, and number two, where these five locations are at. So we're going to go with um, reverse order. We're going to start with number five. And look, if we pick one that's the same, that's fine. That's cool. I mean, we're, we're all great minds and we all think alike. So I'm going to go ahead and start with Justin today. Justin, I I really want to know what your number five is. Okay, so when I'm sitting down and thinking about hidden gems, or my definition of hidden gems in the Magic Kingdom, I'm thinking when someone walks into the park, the first thing they think is attractions and food. So everything I looked at are things that are offered to every guest at no additional cost, And um, it's something that most people probably haven't experienced. And if they haven't, they definitely need to check out. So my number five is going to be Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Have you guys played? Nice. That did not even cross my radar, and I love that. So for those of you who don't know, um, it's a a free game uh, that involves cards that you collect and takes you on a journey through the Magic Kingdom as you... um, well, let's start, we'll start with how, how you get started. You go to the fire station on Main Street. And inside the fire station, there, um, there are booths to where you can go. And they will set you up with your original, your first pack of cards. And they'll teach you how to play. And we didn't get into this until probably six months ago. We just never, it never crossed our radar. And then all of a sudden, some people had posted on, on, uh, online about it. And I thought, you know, that's, that's something Riley would really probably like now. She's getting a little bit older. So we got into it, and I tell you, man, that's a lot of fun to just go around and try to uh, to find all the areas and solve all the problems with the cards you have. And the cool part is, every time you go back, you're getting new cards that you can add to your collection, and it's no cost. Right, and, and what I loved about that and, and doing this is it really brings out the map skills and critical thinking, believe it or not, for your kids. 
It, it, it really does, and I recommend it for anybody. Um, have you got any of the special cards? In fact, I still got to mail um, our good friend Tim and Adam um, the Halloween, the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween, because when there's a, a, a party, mm-hmm. they have signature cards for that night and that or for that party only, and you can only get those cards when you have the ticket. So um, have you have you gotten? Any yeah, of those? we've gotten a couple. I don't I don't know uh, in detail because we keep them in kind of a folder, um, so we know where they're at. So that way, whenever we get ready to head back down the parks, we grab that and we have all of our cards to go go have a good time with. But um, but yeah, some of those are really cool. I mean, really cool. Like even if you're not interested in playing the game, it's it's a that's a Disney collectible that doesn't cost you any money. And you tell me any any other time. You can get something like that where Disney isn't asking for money to uh, to start something, you know, to start that collection. So we we really enjoy it. Mike, have you guys tried it? I've seen the kids playing it. Uh, I've never tried it at Disney. As a matter of fact, that was going to be on my list, but I didn't put it on my list of the top of the uh, the top five. Uh, there's a there's a water park, an indoor water park place near us called Great Wolf Lodge. They're mm-hmm. a franchise also. They have something similar to that. Not as good as the Disney one is set up, but uh, it, we haven't done it. I've seen it done, and I've wanted to do it. Nice, nice. You know what? I got a challenge for us three when next time we're all together at the parks, let's take two hours as adult men and let's go play some sports. I'm definitely down. Let's do yeah, it. 100%. That would be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Anybody want to add anything to that? No, we're good. Okay, Mike, how about yourself? What number five do you have? My number five is going to be Hidden Mickey's. And hidden Mickeys are all over the park, so I can't even give you a specific location of where they be because obviously they're hidden. So it's a hidden gem and they're hidden Mickeys. The the history of the hidden Mickeys are back to the Imagineers when they were designing the Epcot in the late 70s and early 80s. Disney said that Epcot was going to be an adult-only theme park. Alcohol, characters weren't going to be appropriate for that particular park. So the Imagineers kind of took that as a challenge. And they decided, you know, it's a Disney park and we have to kind of keep everything Disney. So they started putting the silhouettes of Minnie and Mickey Mouse all over the park in a hidden sort of way. So I like doing the I Spy games when I'm there with my kids. They know about the hidden Mickeys. There are certain things that I'm sure weren't meant to be hidden Mickeys, but in my kids' eyes, they view it, oh, it looks like a hidden Mickey. Anytime you see the three circles. So it's a free thing. It's something that's involved in the parks. Now, Disney will always, they won't acknowledge it, that there, there are truthfully hidden Mickeys out there. But if you go to the Disney store, they sell books on where to find hidden Mickeys. So if you're doing certain rides like Splash Mountain or Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, there are certain hidden Mickeys you can find. Uh, Some of the books you can even keep score if you found them or not found them. Some of them are levels of difficulty on how hard it is to find at particular places. So uh, that's kind of like my number five little hidden gem and those hidden Mickeys. I I want to ask you too, do do your kids not live their lives finding hidden Mickeys? I could be at Walmart and there would be three bubbles laying on the ground and I would get a tap on the hip going, Hidden Mickey. Yeah. N- Did you guys get yeah, that? Yeah, Riley does. Riley will make Hidden Mickeys, which is kind of fun. I mean, I'll go, she'll get okay. a plate of food and all of a sudden she's made her ketchup into a Mickey, you know, or she's done things like that. Cool. And uh, no, that's something that Disney uh, Imagineering has done that I think has really made it a lot of fun to, to go through the parks and try to find. It. And some of, them are, some of them are obvious. I mean, you can walk up and you can see it right there but some of them are really tough and i mean I, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of hidden mickeys around property and uh, we do have the hidden mickey book we haven't had a chance to take it to the parks with us yet but yeah i i, I definitely once she gets a little bit older and she can kind of take that and and take the reins on doing something like that we'll look forward to taking that down with us no there's a there's a hidden mickey in the garden grill in the restaurant on that last okay. painting uh-huh. and it bothers me every time we have that that ADR that I cannot find it. <laughs> and I've even had the cast members with a laser. And, and, and my wife's like, it's right there. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I, I almost think it's like a big scam. Like she's slipping these, these cast members $20, you know, under the table and like pretend like it's really there because I've been going. This is a joke we've been playing for like five years now. Um, if you guys uh, find that. And you snap a picture of it, uh, outlaw, uh, outline it, please, and, and put it in the group. I would like to see and know what this is. Yeah, let's let's, let's call out Aaron White on this because Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> you're you're the king. I tell you, man, I, this is kind of off topic, but I love his pictures that he's been putting on on the group and trying to figure out where he's at uh, around Disney property. So, 
So yeah, yeah you, that's anybody's there, try to try to figure that out for Jason. Yeah, you were reading my mind. The first thing I was going to say was I hope Aaron can find that and uh, show, you know send us a picture of that because he's been doing great with the photos. And here's what I love about him is he's having a good time doing it. That's great. And it's been and it's been warm in the group, and I love that. And and please, Aaron, continue doing that, buddy. I appreciate it. Well, so my number five, so my my hidden gems are places to escape the crowds. That's what I consider a hidden gem. My hidden gem is some place where I can just relax for a little bit and just get away from from people. My number five is a country bears jamboree. So many people walk past that. So many people have never even seen it. So many people just don't want to even go in there, which is great because it's an easy walk-in for us. As soon as the show opens up, there's always room. It's air-conditioned, and it is a nice little quiet spot. Well, I don't want to say quiet, but it's it's enough to just sit down and collect your thoughts and, and cool down for a little bit on a hot day. So my number five is the Country Bear Jamboree. Nice. Yeah, I have to. I have to admit, it's probably been 15 years since I've done that. Katie's never seen it. Riley's never seen it. I've never, I've never done it. I've walked past. I don't it. even know why you're both here right now. I really don't. <laughs> I know. I mean, and the blood on the saddle. I mean, it's like it's okay. It's listen, fantastic. Promise me. Promise me. Next time you're in in Magic Kingdom, you'll see. I, it. I 100% promise you that I will. We will go. We will go check it out. And you know, we meant to during the party this past trip, but uh-huh. it's just one of those you walk you walk up to it and then you think. Uh, I could go Haunted Mansion. But it's it's nostalgia. You have to yeah, do we it. Will. Mike, promise me. Yeah, you know, every trip we try and plan something that we've never done before. Even if it's a one-and-done thing, even if it's something that I really yep. don't want to do. Just so we could say it's a notch under your belt and we've done it, I'll put that on my list for the next one. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to go number four. Let's go over to Mike this time. What's your number four? Number four. Now, this is a paying one, so it's a hidden gem, but I think it's something that's important you can do. The Bippity Boppity Boutique. It's great for daughters. If you have a son or if you have a daughter and a son, they have a night package so the son can get their hair done. They can get their uh, they can get a costume. Uh, the packages aren't too bad priced. They run from $65 all the way up to $450. I wouldn't spend $450, and that comes with like a tiara and all sorts of... Uh, bling and fancy stuff but the uh, it's a crown package a courtyard package a castle package uh and then the deluxe the deluxe package and uh it's pretty cool because you get to have your daughter feel like a princess if you have a son you can get the night package while he's there and i think it's a good experience and something you should definitely you know have under your belt if we would have a daughter my my wife would be all over this now as far as the the cost goes this is a when I when I look at a Disney trip and I look at a cost, um, it's one thing if you go twice a year, three times a year. For a lot of families, they go once every five years. So when I look at a cost like that, to me, that's almost irrelevant because you have plenty of time to save for it. So if it's something that your daughter really wants to do, I really think you owe it to her. I mean, I'm not saying you've got to do the $500 package, but if she wants to be the princess for a day, you're a Magic Kingdom. I mean, let her be a princess. Put that extra 10 bucks a month away. You know, I, I think that's fair, and I think that's a fair assumption to 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 throw out there. Yeah, it just surprised. I'm sorry, it just surprises me how quickly it goes up in price because you have a like a, such a low price range where it's six. Well, not low, but it's a sixty-five ninety-five, hundred dollar, hundred and ninety-nine, and then all of a sudden it jumps up to four fifty. So that's a pretty big jump just for a few more accessories. But I can get it. Listen, if, if that's what your kid wants to do, and it's going to you know mean the world to them by then, all means you know go for it. That's what grandmas are for. No. Exactly. So a little tip. So we've done this a few times. We've actually never done it in the parks. We always do it on the cruise line. And we actually, we do it every cruise. But we made the mistake the first time of, of doing one of the larger packages where she gets the dress. She gets, she gets you know, um, the hair and everything. What we've come to learn is we purchase the dress she likes beforehand, which she has most of them anyways. And then we dress her before she goes. And then she gets her hair and makeup you know, it, it's sixty nine or, or seventy bucks if if I can remember right, and uh, and and she gets the same thing that she would get without getting the dress, but she already has the dress, and she still gets the bag, still gets the sash, gets the extra makeup, and uh, and she really enjoys it. So that's something if you, if you have a little girl or I tell you what, a little boy like they have the pirate league, and I've seen a lot of a uh, lot of lot of guys 
little boys dressed up as pirates walking around the parks. And, uh, and so it's, it's whatever your little one wants to do. That's their time to be, um, in, in a magic place to where they can, they can dream and be whatever they want to be. So if they want to do it, I definitely say, go ahead and try check it out. Absolutely. hundred percent agree with you, Justin bouncing over to you. Number four. So as we're talking, I just changed my number four. And the reason for it is I, I don't know why it didn't hit me earlier that to put this on here, because it's actually a hidden gem that we probably do more than all the other hidden gems combined. And it's the press pennies around, around property. Oh, good one, man. I never even thought of that. That's a great one. And you know, Disney as magical as it is can be very expensive. And we started, you know, it's, it's hard whenever you have a little one and every time you get off an attraction, you're in, you're in a gift shop and it's very hands-on. And of course, they want something. Well, you know, it's $30 here, $40 here. It adds up. So what we've started doing is we buy the um, mini M&Ms that come in the tube. And we, we, of course, empty out the M&Ms and we let Riley have those. This is before we ever go. And then I'll go to the bank and get a roll of quarters and a roll of pennies. And then I'll stack in the tube two quarters, one penny, two quarters, one penny, all the way up. And then I just have that tube with me. So anytime we stop to do press pennies, I have the tube, I have the two quarters, the one penny ready to go, and then we buy the press penny book, which they sell in the parks, to where she can store all of her press pennies. And there's actually a uh, a website you can go to, to where it'll give you a detailed list and location of all the press pennies around Disney property. That's super neat, man. It's super neat. I like that. Mike, have you tried that? I've seen them, and I haven't tried them. <clears throat> I do have a few of them. Uh, I think there's one at the end of Splash Mountain. My daughter's picked up one of those. I have a few of them laying around the house. They got into it a little bit, and then they just kind of lost interest in it. But uh, they're, they're very cool. I, I like them a lot. Nice. I still owe our uh, good friend Johnny Renfro. Oh, been almost a year ago. We were talking about that. And uh, I told him, I says, give me your address. I'm going to send you a roll of colorators and, and a roll of pennies. And... and uh, get out there and start taking care of it. And I didn't. So I just, it just reminded me that I need to send that man some, uh, some quarters. So Johnny, I didn't forget about you. I'll tell you if you'll, if you'll, if you'll prep before your trip and go and, and, you know, pick up that tube, they fit perfectly in that tube of the, of the mini M&Ms. You know what kind of, what kind of tube I'm talking about? They come in, you can buy Mm -hmm. them at Walmart and uh, they fit fit perfectly in there and you just stack them. And then that way, whenever you come off the, uh, the attraction or you're walking around the parks, you know, Riley will be like, oh, a press penny, you know, and she'll go look and see if she has them. And it's just easy. It's easy. It's quick. And she has something physical that she can hold in her hand. And she can take home with her that didn't cost, um, didn't cost much money. So that's, that would definitely be my number four of hidden gems. I like that. And with ours, you know, the boys would do it or, or have done it. We took, um, last year I, I flew my mom and, and dad down and, um, we took them on a Disney trip and, um, that was her thing with the boys. She brought her change down, and that was her her personal little bonding time with the boys. That was her her niche with the boys, and I thought it was really neat. So definitely check it out. Sure. I guess we're over to me yep, now. Your turn, number four, Jason. Oh, you know, and this deserves to be higher because I absolutely love everything about this. In fact, this is the first thing I ever did at Walt Disney World, and that's the Carousel of Progress. That's a good one. That is the that is the ultimate go in. Sit down. If you've had a long day and it's hot, it's hard to stay awake. Even if, as much as I love that ride, I mean, it is just so relaxing for me because I feel so at home inside there. Mm-hmm. It's it's small. The theater is small. It's intimate. It's a great show. the The history in the ride itself is enough to just scream Disney. Um, I love it, and it, and it just pains me the people that have never done it. It just pains me. Mike's got this look like he's never done it. No, that's my favorite ride. I, I can't, I, I, I can't go and not do that. And uh, we, we, we sing that song all through the house. The great big beautiful tomorrow. And my Isn't kids know my heart. And uh, we'll, even if we're there, for, even if we're there for a week, we'll go on that ride twice. There's just no way we're missing that. You know, I love, I love the fact because I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm one of those guys that I just, I just get absorbed into the ride. And I just love the fact that it transports me, and I want to be there. I want to jump on stage. I want to open that door and just go out into that farmland. You know what I mean? Or I want to go out into that 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 era. 
and uh, it really makes me wonder why I was born now. I should have been born at a different time. But I love that ride. Justin, what are your thoughts? I love it, and I'll tell you why I love it. Um, if, uh, just a brief history. That ride was in the 1964 World's Fair, which Walt had his hands in. Um, you know, big time. It was actually that's one of the uh, one of the reasons we have what we have today is because of because of his interest in that. And the attraction went to Disneyland, which was later replaced by America Sings, and made its way to Walt Disney World into the Magic Kingdom. So when you're sitting and you're enjoying that attraction, that's something Walt actually sat and his eyes were on that same attraction. Even though he never saw um, the Magic Kingdom, you know, in, in Walt Disney World, that attraction, it, it, you know, has his hands on it. So I really, I, anything, and that's why you see uh, Walt Disney's name on that attraction as you walk up to it. So I, I love that because it's it's Walt that is the now isn't the actual that the actual ride that was in Disneyland? Was, they yep, brought it over yep, here. Yep. Okay, so so Walt actually was physically looking at what those people were, which is pretty cool in itself. Um, the queue itself, you know, the video that's playing outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Walt inter- interacting with the Sherman Brothers on video there. It was it's really just a solid piece of history. Ending with the Carousel of Progress, I'm gonna snake this and I'm gonna go ahead and give my next one. And coincidentally, since we were just talking about Aaron White. That happens to be one of my hidden gems, is the upstairs train depot at Magic Kingdom. It's typically always quiet. There's maybe one or two people sitting down there. There is a penny press up there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, And they have, um, I think they have one of those old movies where you can spin the reel and it's just that that flicker flicker movie. You know, very, very cool stuff. You really feel like you're in a 1900s train station when you go up there. It's quiet. That is one of my hidden gems. Have you guys both been up there? Yes. Yeah, yes. I have. Not, not very often. I wish we went more. It seems like uh, it seems like I used to go more before we had Riley because you know now we have the stroller and just kind of get upstairs and everything. But uh, but yeah, no, it's that's definitely a cool spot. And I tell you, just the train to kind of go off topic, the train in general, like that whole area, boarding the train, the front of the front of the park. It's just. That's one of the most, you know, the castle is, that's probably one of the best views of the castle you can have anywhere in the park and Main Street. And I just, I, yeah, I love that area. It's so great. Mike, how about yourself? Yeah, we take the train ride. We try and make it on every trip through the train ride because it gives you a nice tour around the park. Uh, Walt was a huge lover of trains, so it's kind of brings you to where he'd want you to be because he was always a big train fan. And uh, we make sure we hit the train on pretty much every, every uh, trip. Yeah, you're right. Going into that train ride, it, it just killed me when that train was down for refurbishments. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one or two trips last year, and um, so we made sure we got on at this last one. In fact, when we when we met you, get Mike. Yep. Uh, on the other side, we actually took the train around that that time. Yep. Uh, I love the train, and and I and I honestly, if I was without kids, let's say it was my wife and I, I could probably sit on there for an hour or two and just go around a couple times. I'd have no problems with that. Are you even allowed to do that? I don't know. That's a good question. I've never tried it. Do they for do they force you off? I'm sure people have. I mean, <laughs> I mean, right? It's just a. I loop, don't think they're right? going to make you get off because there's a lot of people that use that as a transportation method around the parks. Right. So right. No, I think you could right. probably get on there and just hang out, fall asleep. Yeah. Just just be a hobo. Y'all need his annual passes and just just hobo it on the just train. Get up there with day. your popcorn and just hang out. You know. You know. They they might not like it at first, but eventually I'll become they'll, they'll learn, famous. They'll learn to love you. We have. I'll be a snap Snapchat kind of guy. Okay. <laughs> Justin, how about yourself? You're number three now. Uh, number three for me uh, is something we typically always try to hit, and it's to take some time to sit down and watch the Dapper Dance. Oh, fun. Very fun. Oh, Marty, how my heart grows weary. Uh, love the Dapper Dans. We, it it just puts you into that time frame of being on Main Street and just the old songs they sing and the way they interact with the crowd and the way they you know have fun with uh, with even some of the Disney Disney songs that uh, that that we all have you know loved over the years. So 
No, we always uh, always make time for that. And if people haven't seen them, they are so talented. Those guys are awesome. I mean, they're just they're a lot of fun to sit down, two, three, four minutes, hang out, give them some time, and I, I promise you won't regret it. The talent. Oh my gosh, the talent with those guys. Could you imagine? If, I wished I even had half their talent. Oh, they're they're so, they're so good. And we I was talk I was actually I have a t shirt that is uh BB eight and there's there's four of them and they're they're wearing the Dapper Dan's clothes. Right? And so uh, I, I was it. wearing that love one it. time we were watching the Dapper Dan's and I started talking to him afterwards and he heard my voice and he's like, Oh, you must sing and I was like, No. No, 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 no. Don't drag me into this. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll let you all take this from here because you guys are. No, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You, I think you do got a singing voice, though. Well. So did you, do you like sing in church or do you sing in the shower? Where, oh, where I you, sing. I you sing. sing. See, this I, is the part we've never I talked about. I sing everywhere, but that doesn't mean that it's good. <laughs> we all sing somewhere. <laughs> Look, you have a radio voice. I do not. You have a singing voice. I do not. Oh, Katie's Katie so, and Riley are stuck with me with the singing. I'll, I'll go ahead and belt it out in the car, and they're they're they. I don't care. They're stuck in the car. They can't get out. My singing is um, made up. Uh, oh, the kids love it because it's so foolish <laughs> and silly. But you know they love me. They have to right, love me. They don't have a choice. <laughs> they don't have a choice, right, Mike? You didn't Dapper Dance. Have you checked them out? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I love stopping and seeing them. They're great. Uh, I usually see them around the Main Street area, and if you see them, it's definitely worth spending a little bit extra time just to check them out. They're good. And Mike, how about number three? All right, my number three is fairly new. It's been open a couple of years, and it's the Gaston's Tavern. And if you walk through fit the new Fantasyland expansion, just past the VR guest uh, dining experience, uh, Bell's Castle, in the very far corner, there's a place called Gaston's Tavern. And Gaston's Tavern has a lot of snacks and varieties, things to eat, uh, ham and cheese stuffed, ham and cheese stuffed pretzels. Uh, but the best thing they have there is the huge, huge warm cinnamon roll. And if you ever between dining reservations, if you ever, uh, you know hungry and you don't feel like saying having a sit-down meal or a quick serve meal it's a snack credit and this warm cinnamon roll is like the size of a loaf of bread you could probably split it with two or three people and be satisfied for the rest of the day so uh that's going to be a little hidden gem because for a quick snack credit or a couple of bucks you kind of get a meal and it could in the meantime pass some time if you had a, a long layover between your uh, dining reservations lafru's brew man did you say that no no, you didn't. You didn't. How can you say? Oh, of course. Of how can you say that without Lafru's brew? Oh, of course. How? Of course. Well, it's it's part of the it's part of the uh, experience there. But the cinnamon rolls are amazing. Yeah, the, they are very good. And what you're right, it is just a snack credit, is it not? For yes. The cinnamon roll. Yep. And it's like the size of a loaf of bread. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's a great. I love that little spot. It's very neat. We didn't get the chance to get there last time. Uh, I don't and I don't have a reason. But a Lafru's brew for me was always a must. Um, what I like, every time we would get there and we would get the cinnamon roll or whatnot, you know, the chairs are, the seating is very limited. But you'll always have like one or two people. And this is one of those places where it's like, you mind if we join you? It's a great opportunity to meet people. It really is. You know, and um, I, we've met a lot of really cool people um, just in that location, just, just pulling up a table with them. I'm not a big sweets drink fan so sweet okay. drinks sweet foods i'm not a, i'm not a massive fan so i haven't tried the cinnamon roll um i've had lafu's Le, lafu's uh, brew uh but the main reason we always go back there one is the theming it's that may be one of the better themed areas um in the park and two that's definitely one of the best meet and greets if you're looking for a character interaction is going back and meeting Gaston back in that uh back in that area to the side I've never met him. Oh, it's he's he's just he's awesome. He's a wise guy. Oh, he's so great. I mean, you talk about just <sighs> you walk up and he just is kind of blowing you off. He's like, "Ah, I'm better than you. You're, you know, nothing and all, you know." But but then with the kids, he's awesome. Like he'll get down on their level and talk to them and and the little girls in all the bells bell dresses, he'll say like how much he loves them and all that. You know, it's just it's so cool, man. Fun. That's that's very neat. Very very cool. Yeah, I'm sure they have a lot of different guys playing that, but whoever whoever is there doing it has always done a good job. I've seen a couple of obviously different guys over there, and they uh, they they play it up to the to the uh, to the nines. So, Mike, you you talked about the cinnamon rolls there, and although I'm not a massive sweets person, 
I do love good food. And so I think we need to take a second to talk about our sponsor and our friend over at the Cook and Wookie. The Cook and Wookie will take you on a culinary adventure through the Disney parks and to galaxies far, far away. Dive into all the fantastic recipes as this Wookie leads us step by step through each amazing dish he prepares. So come join the Cook and Wookie Facebook page and be ready to push your culinary craft into hyperdrive. You can find the link to the Cook and Wookie at www.disneydadspodcast.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Disney Dads Podcast. Now back to the show. Justin, you're two. Number two. Number two. This one, I think most people probably know about it if you're a Disney fan. Um, if you're new to Disney fandom and new to the parks, you might not. And you can find books. You can find lots of websites about this. And it's the windows around the Magic Kingdom. And what I mean by that is not just on Main Street, but around the Magic Kingdom. Disney Imagineering has given a nod to all those people who helped create and grow um, the parks. And uh, people like... Well, some of my favorites are the Buena Vista Magic Lantern window, which is on Main Street, and it's Yale Gracie, Bud Martin, Ken O'Brien, and Walter Rogers. And Gracie, Martin, and Rogers all were creators on the Haunted Mansion. And then O'Brien, he was a, a kind of a master of animatronics, and he did things like the Hall of Presidents, Country Bear Jamboree, um, Pirates. And so they give they give a nod to those guys with it being the you know the magic lantern because they created the magic effects that we see in a lot of the attractions through there. Um, iWorks and iWorks uh, stereoscopic camera the, that window is awesome because it's of iWorks. I mean that's Disney that's Walt's main man. He's original partner got it all started you know. Um, and then Don it was of Sun, and Don Don was really instrumental. Uh, with the Disney parks because not only did he work for the parks for 35 years or, or for, for Disney Imagineering 35 years, but he helped invent the 360 degree camera. So like when you go to, uh, to, to um, Canada and you have, you know, uh, circle vision, like in the round, um, he's the reason we have things like that. But most people pay attention to the windows on main street. I urge you to pay attention to windows, not on main street. So uh, like Orient, so Disney has this thing with tattoos where they don't allow cast members to have visible tattoos. But they do give uh, Harper Goff a window oriental tattooing um, because he was an artist, musician, actor, and did uh, a lot of special effects we see today. You know, like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. He, he worked on that. And uh, and they use that in, in, uh, in a lot of other things. So if, if, if there's one thing that you can always go in, look up... Um, Check out the windows and, and and really learn about those names. The windows because they all ha- uh, ser- served served a major major importance to to the Disney parks. And Walt actually has, uh, I think it's I think it's six windows total, and uh, I think it's four in the Magic Kingdom and two in Disneyland or something like that. So I urge you to try to try to find those. They're, they're, it's really cool to always find Walt's Walt's windows. And if I'm not mistaken, were the windows not made lower because Walt wanted every child to be able to peek in the windows? Uh, you mean down Main Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so the windows with the names are typically on the second floor. Um, so you'll have to look. Oh, okay. You'll have to look okay. up to see them. Yep. But yeah, yeah. If you're walking down Main Street, if you'll notice, the windows do set at a, at a lower, um, a lower level because he wanted children to be able to look in and see the magic of like the confectionery. Uh, um, and, and the, the toy, you know, toy shops and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that was always kind of something that Walt did. He always, he always thought about the parks. We're kind of getting off topic, but always thought about the parks from a child's perspective. And that's, I mean, that's why it's so magical to all of us is, you know, even as adults, we're still looking at the parks through the eyes of a child. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mike, how about yourself? Yeah, that's a great topic. I never even really paid that much attention to it. I mean, I've paid a lot of attention to the details going up and down Main Street and the smells and the sights, but I never really took that much attention to the windows, and that's something i got to keep in mind now. Well, we could do a whole show. I mean, we could do multiple shows on the windows and, and their history and how the people on them and how they got uh, involved with Disney. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely... that's something. I, I'm a Disney history enthusiast, so that always 
um, I kind of drive Katie crazy with stuff like that. Because, you know, as we're walking down Main Street, I'm pointing out things, and she's like, okay, just let me take my picture in front of the castle, you know. So <laughs> I, I drive her a little nutty, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy things like that, and I think a lot of people, if you do like Disney history, would, would like looking into that further. Very cool. Mike, how about yourself? Your number two. My number two. I'm going with the dance party stage over in Tomorrowland. So right outside the Space Mountain, right by Buzz Lightyear, right back where the Carousel of Progress is, there's a dance stage over there where they have different times, different days, different times of the year. And they have The Incredibles will come out, Lilo and Stitch will come out, and they'll have this DJ that comes out. And they have these impromptu parties. Obviously, they're scheduled. So keep an eye on the park times. Use your MDE, your, your My Experience app. And those are the kind of things that you don't plan for it before you go before you you know plan your trip because everybody knows when you do a Disney trip you plan your 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 park time you're gonna plan what parks you're gonna be what day your meal plan uh, what what day your your reservations are gonna be but those kind of things that you just kind of say you know what we can make this show at 1:45 or 2:15 take the chance go there because you might wind up seeing a really special cool moment between your child or. Just something fun to watch people interact with some of the characters that are there. Yeah, I got to give those cast members a lot of credit that pull that off, like um, the Sully or the Mike getting out there. And I'm surprised more kids aren't booted over, just knocked down. Like, <laughs> So I got to give them credit. They, they do a good job with that. And they do a great job by, um, oh, I don't want to say... I, bringing the kids into it and pumping them up. I mean, they, they do the excitement and the energy, and you can tell the energy within the cast member that, that's uh, putting the party on is um, up, over the top. So i got to give them props for that. You know, one of the things that I like about that dance party when you go there is you can watch the, the shows in front of the castle where they're uh, performing and the fireworks go off. But when you're down in that area, they literally come off the stage and they'll interact with your kids. They'll they'll go that extra mile to make sure that your kids are involved. So I kind of like that over there. You get a little bit more of a personal experience when you're at that area. No, we like it. We always we always go over there. I mean, that's Riley loves going over there and dancing. And that look, how cool of a character is Mike Wazowski to interact? Right? With? That is one of the coolest, coolest. I, mean, I want to call it a meet and greet because you are. I mean, you are. You're not. You know, you're not per se like he's not stopping to take a picture usually, but dude, that's right. awesome. I mean, that is that's one of our favorite things to let, especially if Riley's a little crazy, you know, to let her blow off some steam and get out of her stroller and mm-hmm. just go crazy for ten minutes. That's that's like that's a yeah. Does does she? Does she what? Go crazy? Uh, pick your day. Dancing. dancing oh, dancing. Stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, should she get out there and oh, dance? Yeah, she's that. She see, we're we're in the minority because like we always do that, and we always do the move it, shake it parade, like because because okay. we just as soon as we hear it starting, we just go ahead and go, um, go towards the castle and get our spot so she can dance because she loves it. She loves going out there and interacting and trying to do all the dances. See, and that we look at you know when you look at genetics, it's I don't like attention on myself, so I'm not that guy that that goes out and dances at the dance party, and I, I'm not. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll watch. I don't. I. I. I don't care if you do. I mean, that's everybody deserves to have a good time. And my oldest son is just like me. Nope, wants nothing to do with it. Now my youngest will get out there and tear mm-hmm. it up. But my oldest, and I'm like, man, you are missing out on so much fun. You're gonna be that kid at the school dance that's gonna sit along the edge and watch everybody dance. I know it because I was. And I'm and I'm just and it just kills me, man. Yeah, Riley takes after me because I'm a ham and she's a ham, and yeah, okay. we you know it's just I love it. I'll get out there with her and dance. It's that's me fun. and a bunch of kids. You and I get out there and, and you should and absolutely give it my best shot. So, but yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that one, Mike. That's one of my favorite things about taking your kids to Disney. My kids could be very quiet, very shy uh, when they're in the element here. When they're down there and they're in their comfort zone, they'll they'll let loose. Uh, my my little daughter or my older daughter, my old, older daughter now that she's a teenager wouldn't be seen doing things like that with her friends up here. But now that she's down there and she'll just she'll go she'll go to town. So that that's kind of, I like that because that, that you get to, you get to see that true meaning of what they what they're enjoying. Moving on from that, I guess it's my turn for my you're number up, two. You're up number two. So as you're walking down Main Street and you take a right right in front of the plaza there. 
and you keep going and you head right up into the Tomorrowland Terrace mm-hmm. area, you know where they have the dinner, the small dessert parties right. and whatnot? When there there's not a party in, in play, that's a very quiet little area to sit down, relax, get out of the sun. And that's always been one of our favorites to take a break. Mm-hmm. And and that is my gem number two. Because not a lot of people go mm-hmm. that way. People will go to the, the center and then cut over across the bridge there right. to Tomorrowland. So definitely check that out if you need a nice little quiet spot. Nice. Yeah, and a quiet spot uh, on a busy day is is can come in really handy just for some downtime for 10 or 15 minutes. Mike, how about your number one? My number one. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever done this before, but the Harmony Barbershop. It's the barbershop as soon as you walk in and you're walking towards the castle before you go down Main Street. If you go towards your left-hand side where the city hall is, there's a Harmony Barbershop. And they take walk-ins. But they do take reservations, and they have three packages when you go there. They have a $25 haircut. If it's your first haircut, you can get a child haircut for $18 or an adult haircut for $19. Uh, Reservations are recommended. Certainly walk in if you can. But it's a pretty cool experience. I mean, being able to take your kid and have their first haircut at Disney World. Uh, When you get the, uh, the first haircut package, they give you your first set of Mickey ears that says... First haircut on the back of the hat. Uh, they give you a certificate, and then they give you a little bag to keep, uh, like, a little tuft of your hair. So I think the Harmony Barbershop would be a little hidden hidden gem secret because I think that's something no one thinks of going on a vacation and getting a haircut. So to be able to go on a vacation and get a haircut, that's pretty cool. Jason, do you typically always go there for your haircuts? Today I would. <laughs> um, but going back to the first haircut, one of our boys, we had got their first haircuts there. So that was a um, super neat experience, and, and you do. You get the ears and, and, and all that other good stuff. So I want to say it was my youngest. That's so cool, man. I've never done that before. I've always, I've always wanted to go in and get my hair cut there, but I always feel like I'd be taking the time away from, from a little one because that's, that's a cool experience. I mean, that's, that's something that... Yeah, but you're not because these are people that are actually employees that are working for tips. Working, I mean, yeah. these are these are... What is the correct term? Beauticians? Barbers? Cosmetologists? I guess. I don't know. You guys got me on this one. They, uh, I don't know. They do. The adult haircut's 19 bucks. And uh, listen, if, if I had the hair, if I had the means to get for a haircut, I'd probably get it done there. Yeah. I don't know if I... I don't know. How, how do you do it? How do you do it yeah, like do you, that? How, do you call and make a reservation? Or do you... Yeah, they have... They, there was a, If you go on the uh, Walt Disney World website, there's a WDW uh, number you can call to make a reservation. Uh, they, they like the website says re- reservations recommended, and if you don't show up, it's a ten dollar fee. So if, even if you made the reservation and didn't show up, he, you know it's, it's ten bucks. So if you wind up getting stuck somewhere, couldn't make your reservation time, big deal. But they do take walk-ins, so you could walk in and see what the wait is, or maybe even at that particular time make a reservation for later in the day. So maybe if you came in at ten, eleven o'clock, you could say, hey. you know, you can't take me now. Do you have an open reservation for 1, 2 o'clock, and then you come back later? But uh, I think it's a pretty cool thing to get done when you're down there. Yeah, it's really cool. I, yeah, that's something that one of these days we'll have to have to experience because I've kind of looked peeked in before, but I've never actually gone in there and, and checked it out. They do gir- I think you should. They do girls' haircuts too, and they do adult women as well because I, I, I looked into <clears> it, and uh, they definitely do girls uh, if they want to get their haircut as well. Yeah, we... Uh, the only problem is Riley's doing her best to uh, become Rapunzel in real life because she's says so she's not cutting her hair till it reaches her toes. So we're uh, yeah we're 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 getting there though. One of these days she'll want to go check it out. Well, you're up. You can be our guinea pig because you got the most hair out of all of us. That's so, that's uh, an, that's the biggest understatement that's ever been stated on the Disney Dads <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you got the voice and I got the looks. Um, all right, all joking aside, Justin, you got a number one. Yeah. And I'm curious about this. You know, this one hits a really special uh, kind of, not to go kind of serious on, on the topic, but a, a really special place in my heart. Um, and it, it, we don't always catch it because of just the time. It's at a certain time. And if you're not there, you know, it's, it's, you miss it. It's only once a day. And that's the, um, the flag retreat ceremony. Um, in the middle of town square and Disney, you know, we, we love Disney, but as much as we love Disney, we love our service members. 
And the fact that they go out of their way to um, honor our current and um, retired um, service members is, is it gets me, I mean, it's kind of got me right now a little emotional, you know. And you watch, and they always find someone in, in, the, in the crowd who is either active military um, or, or is retired. And they, um, you know, they, they kind of, they, they lead the ceremony and they take the flag and, uh, it's just, it, it really, really kind of hits you. And, uh, the, the, the band plays, um, uh, uh, God bless America and the Dapper Dan sing. And it's just, uh, it's just something really special to me that t- if you, if you have a chance and you're around that area that time, take the time. Uh, it's it's just Main Street kind of shuts down, and just everyone takes that time to honor those who have allowed us to uh, to enjoy, you know, the, uh, these 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 gifts we have, um, and, and you know, with 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 Walt Disney World. So take the time and and really enjoy that. So that's something we always try to do. The the flag retreat itself is a, a very sacred ceremony uh, to the country. It's um. It, someone could go off on, a, on rabbit holes just understanding that it, it's not just a piece of cloth. You know, I'm a, I'm a United States Marine Corps veteran, and I'm very proud of my service, and I'm very proud of my Marine Corps brothers that I served with. And, and even, even, even today, I'm very close to a lot of these guys. I mean, they are my brothers for life. And um, to witness... Um, somebody, the, the last time I saw it was, um, it was a captain that served in Iraq and he was army and they stayed his name and his rank and, and, uh, you know, where he served. And it wasn't so much like I would be a, a, be, because we are Disney fanatics. I mean, it, that's such an honor there, but to, to be, to, to be able to retreat Walt Disney's, um, the magic kingdom flag and, and retire for the night is, is, it's such an honor, um, but looking at the family members that they're that they're standing around them, the um, the pride, you know, this is almost like family of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an honor that only one person can be picked for this. You know, for that day, and on this day, I retreated the flag at Magic Kingdom, and nobody can take that away from mm-hmm. me forever. You know, um, incredible honor, great pick. I never even thought about that, Justin. Um, it's an incredible ceremony. Watch it. It's a, it's it's a great ceremony, and 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 major props to Magic Kingdom, to Walt Disney World, and 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 Disney Core for um, uh, performing this every single day. Yeah, it gets me every time. It, yes, you're, and gets me in the feels every single time. Mm-hmm. You that is that is the understatement right there. Yeah, we walked in on a – we were park hopping one day. And I want to say I think it happens around 5 o'clock. Or I think that's around the usual time that they retreat the flag. Mm-hmm. And we just happened to be walking in. And it stops you in your tracks. And you had to take take moment of the you – you had to take in the moment and enjoy it. Uh, when you're in Disney and you're in that Disney bubble, you almost forget about all the outside things. You know, you're, you're so involved with just being intertwined with everything Disney has to offer – the reality of how important our country is and how important that that serviceman is for the day, I love it. And whenever we're around that time of the day, we always make sure we try and stop back there and see that because it's it's an incredible experience. I know this show is going to drop after the fact. Tomorrow is the birth of the greatest, and this is, and I'm, I'll probably catch heat from every other service, <laughs> the greatest branch that was ever born. And that is the United States Marine Corps' birthday is tomorrow. So I would like to say a belated happy birthday to all my Marine Corps brethren that are out there. And that will also follow up with a um, happy Veterans Day. Look, I know I'm a vet, but it's never about me. It's always about, it was always about you know, I have friends of mine that are, that are retiring at this time that I served with. And I always send them each a uh, individual little note thanking them because you know listen without those guys there it's uh, it look yes i did my time but they're doing their time and they're allowing me to to raise my family in in a nation that is secure and safe and i appreciate them wholeheartedly for that so all my veterans that are out there i salute you and um, you guys have my utmost respect 
Definitely. You're up. You're number one. As you're, as you're walking down Main mm -hmm. Street, that first alley to mm -hmm. the right, where you can go down there and you have the tap classes up above on the mm -hmm. windows. That little alley is the little chairs at the end of that alley is my number one gem because there's hardly anybody ever down there. You can get your ice cream and you can go sit down there. You can listen to the class up above, which is which was just amazing to me that Disney does this. And um, and as a matter of fact, that's where you retreat the flag. It's through that alley anyways, too. So um, that's my number one. And in fact, that alley right there was the number one reason why I started my coffee table that I showed you guys a picture nice. of. Nice. Because I wanted a representation cool. of one of those air, one of those times that I went to Disney that was so was so magical to me, where I sat with my family and was like, "This is it. We're all together, and we're at Disney World." So that's my number one gem. That you will probably catch me with a cup of coffee down there. I like that, guys. You had some really fun gems. I'm really glad we did this, and and it was really nice to to. To experience everybody's individual gems because your gems are different than mine. And that, that goes back to uh, even a basic Walt Disney World trip. Everybody's trips are going to be a little bit different based on how you're going to tailor it. And that's that's another thing which draws me to Disney World is that um, I'm going to say I, I honestly I loved every single one of your gems. They were all really solid, guys. Really solid. I expected to come in and, and, and argue at least on one of them, but not a one. I thought they were all excellent. Not only that, but none of us had the same one, which amazed me. <laughs> and that that was, I thought we were going to have at least three, between the three of us, at least three of the same ones. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. So, Justin, um, speaking of hidden gems, there's a website out there that's probably the biggest hidden gem on the internet. Yeah, and I, the reason for it is you can come interact with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys... Come join us on our social media sites, and, and you can find all of our social media sites, links to all of them, at www.disneydadspodcast.com. And over at, the, over at the site, we have our Facebook, we have our Twitter, we have our Instagram, and we also have links to every one of our shows, so it makes it simple. If you're wanting to share the show with somebody, uh, instead of trying to teach them how to, uh, how to find it on Podbean or find it on iTunes, just send them to www.disneydadspodcast.com, and that will link to all of our shows and all of our social media. Come join us. We're really active on Facebook. We have a great uh, group of people over there that post daily, and we talk about Disney topics. We look at uh, you know D Disney pictures, and uh, and so we we really enjoy getting to know all of you. And hopefully, you'll come join us over there, and we get to know you a little better in the future. Yeah, I tell you, the uh, Facebook page has been great. You guys have been so supportive. Uh, uh, Rachel Spear today posted. Uh, the pictures she wanted to see from Disney World, wow, they were great. I was so blown away by some of the, the personal, beautiful pictures you guys had. She asked for your best pictures, and everybody delivered. I mean, they were really, really awesome. Uh, I enjoyed seeing them. Even throughout the entire week, we've been getting some fantastic pictures. Between uh, Jamie Vigiano, her mom was down for an annual pass. Uh, Christmas thing over at Hollywood Studios. Those pictures were great. Uh, Aaron has been fantastic. And we had... Uh, we had an Imagineer himself today. We had, uh, I believe it was Adam Austin's son, Carter, gave us a great video today on on his what his ride would be, uh, talking about our podcast from last week. So I know weekly now we're going to do what our picture of the week is going to be. And I'm actually going to do the video of the week because the uh, Sheila Hardy had the had the uh, video of her niece trying the Beverly, and we've all done that. I've tricked my kids into <laughs> drinking it, and I think the, the 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 reactions on the kids' faces was priceless. So I'm going with uh, Sheila Hardy as my pick of the week. Well, I'm going to jump in next because I don't want Jason to take mine. So I uh, and and mine is going to be uh, it's simple this week because it's the magic that started all the other magic uh, kind of throughout the Facebook for the for the last 12 hours. And that's Rachel Spears. Her, her daughter is so adorable. She's dressed in a Belle dress, and she's meeting Belle on the Disney Cruise Line. And 
just as a dad of a little girl, I know how special that is. And I just, you see it. And I kind of look back, you know, three years ago when my little one was that size and, and, uh, I just, I really loved it. And the fact that she encouraged to see others and, and so many people posted great pictures. This is, this honestly, when we started this, this has become the hardest thing to do each week now is to narrow this down and, and kind of pick our favorites because there's so many yes. great ones out there. It's just, I, I, I'm looking at all of it and I'm going, I, I don't, there's no way to pick. I mean, there's just so many great ones. So keep them coming. You, you don't even realize how excited and how happy it makes us to, uh, to see all these whenever we're just kind of going through our lives, you know? And, uh, and so we appreciate you and we appreciate you taking the time to post your pictures with us. Jason, what about you? What do, what do you got this week? You know, my wife posted the picture of my son from her memory, and um, I'm going to be partial because um, that was such a fun, fun project that, I, that that we did, and it was mostly my wife and him. Um, so I can't take any credit for that. But, man, I just love that little guy so much. But as far as a competition goes, um, guys, it almost it almost hurts. It's so hard to pick these pictures because they're so I amazing. I mean, it's, it's, these pictures are so cool. My biggest props I want to give is to uh, Mr. Austin's son, uh, Carter. Do you remember his video that he did of the Toy Story ride? It's so good. I, I, he did such – listen, Carter, I, I know you're listening. If you're not, maybe your dad will let you play this segment. Um, Carter, you did such a great job. I, I, I had to extend my lunch hour a little bit and finish it because I was so wowed on the detail and the amount of time that you stuck into it and you just keep doing what you're doing because you just might have a great opportunity at Disney being an Imagineer someday so thank you for posting that and um, Adam thank you for allowing that yeah I I love that I tell you and that's keep that imagination going uh, Carter you're it's the, the the longer and the, and the the more you think outside the box, the uh, the the one one of these days, the three of us will be sitting in an attraction, going, you know who you know who came up with this, right? <laughs> and uh, and it'll be you. So we're proud of you, and uh, and we really enjoyed that. I would love that. That would be that would be just that would be the highlight of my Disney time. Is is knowing an Imagineer that designed a ride, and we knew them from the ground up. So that would be very neat. Always stay focused. Guys, I had a really good time with you guys tonight again. Another Thursday I looked forward to. This was a very fun topic for us, and I want to I want to offer you guys some closing words. Justin. So Mike. <clears throat> okay, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this this was a blast because I there's so many cool things at Disney that. You know, a lot of people miss. They don't really, you know, you're busy when you're there and you're trying to hit the, the, the high, you know, what a lot of people consider the high points. And you kind of overlook a lot of the detail that, that Imagineering and, and Walton and everyone that worked with Walt put into put into these parks and these attractions. And so the next time you're there, I hope I hope this, uh, this episode maybe inspires you a little bit to kind of look up and uh, look at details and find those hidden gems that uh, that maybe you haven't haven't experienced before. So just uh, always keep searching for that magical moment, new magical moment uh, every time you're at Disney. And also keep sharing your pictures with us because because we love it. It makes our days magical just seeing what you have going on in your life. Excellent, man. Excellent, Mike. How about yourself? Yeah, these moment, these uh, these hidden gems were fantastic. Uh, one of the things that I know about Disney, no matter how many times you go, every trip is going to be different. Even if you do the same rides over and over again, there's always going to be those special moments that just stand out from trip to trip. And it doesn't have to be a scheduled uh, a scheduled dinner or a scheduled uh, character meet and greet. The magic finds you. And that's the most important thing is to go there, have fun, and let the magic find you. And uh, enjoy yourself when you're down there. Just be a kid again. Well, guys, my closing words for my Disney family out there is the holidays are fast approaching. Um, Some of us get a little blue. Uh, Reach out to us. Come and say hi. I would love to hear uh, a voice. Um, We were really pushing the kids' wishes, which I want you to continually send those in for us. But that doesn't mean you can't call in and say hi. 
Pick up the phone, you're stuck in traffic. Call in. Hi, my name is Joe from Kentucky, and I'm... I want to say hi. Hey, I'm from Do Kentucky it. originally. Stop it. I know you are. That's why I said <laughs> That's that. That's what you guys sound like. You that. know, <laughs> listen, three... Give us a call. 317-WDW-DADS. It's a simple one. 317-WDW-DADS. Give us a call. Say hi. Tell us where you're from. We'd love to hear from you. Guys, I'm going to end this show right now. I had a great time. My Disney family have a great week. And I cannot wait to see you guys next Thursday. Have a good day. All right, buddy. Have a good one, guys.